chuck a pan on and just cook up some snags. I'm good for another four to five hours. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Deep Drop. What is The Deep Drop? It's a fishing podcast, and I'm Luke McCredden, and Adam Ring is the other guy in it. Ads, what is The Deep Drop? We... (laughs) I love putting this question straight to you every episode. And you know it's coming, and you're still stumped. (laughs) We're 49 episodes in. (laughs) Probably sums up what it's about. So there you go. That is what the deep drop is about. <laughs> we, there's a couple of blokes that have been fishing together and working together and been in the industry together for a, a long time and we're just decided to put microphones in front of our faces while we have our fairly normal, regular conversations. We're just catching up, Luke. And um, whether you think it's sad or not, yes, when we do talk in private, we are talking about this exact shit. So yep. sit back, strap yourselves in, enjoy and... More importantly, get involved in the conversation. Head over to Instagram. That's going to be the best place to do that. There's also some little bits and pieces on Spotify. Luke, I'm not even going to pretend to try and explain to people (laughs) how to get involved on Spotify. So, mate, over to you. I was about to say, you are on fire. Take it away, Ads. You are on tonight. I'm just going to to let you roll with that. But you just... You hit a hurdle, my friend. <laughs> Mate, I hit a speed bump and there was no going back. You know, but, that probably that, that probably sums up the podcast. I'll hit plenty of speed bumps and I'm not afraid to crash and burn and call myself out. I will stop and say, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking I about. Had, I had uh, a friend recently say to me, there was an episode that, that they listened to and it was, I can't even remember what episode it was, but they said there was a moment in it that made them laugh because I was talking about something and then stopped and just went, actually, I've got no fucking idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> And that sums up the deep drop. That's what the deep drop is. No, the the Spotify thing you're referencing is obviously Spotify is a great way to follow the and listen to the podcast because it's got it all there. But you can actually get involved. There's there's a bit of interactive stuff there now where there's a poll every episode. There's a question and you can yeah jump on and answer and have a bit of fun with us there. But obviously Instagram is the other place ads and uh, lots of people do get involved, which we love. Now speaking of involvement. What we would love even more is to see you guys in the flesh. Come and hang out with us. We are going to be at the Melbourne Boat Show this year, and it's only a couple of weeks away, Ads. And, mate, we just we just want to hang out with, with you guys and talk a bit of rubbish as we do every episode anyway. And, and, and we're going to be recording. We're going to be on stage at the Boat Show on the Saturday afternoon. So Saturday the 28th is where when Adam and I will be there, uh, repping the deep drop. You know what? You know what I'm bringing? I'm bringing deep drop stubby holders. If you want to, if you want a deep drop stubby holder, come along. Just tell me you want one, and I'll give you one. I'm not going to beat around the bush. There's nothing you have to do, <laughs> other than do you just know what be I'm going to bring? What a sublimated fishing shirt. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's just I don't know if I can do these live shows I with am, you anymore, I'm Adam. It. I'm doing it now. Obviously, Melbourne Docklands is where the boat show is. Uh, it's over the course of 26th through to the 29th, but we'll be there on the 28th and and, and on stage. Around about four thirty. Um, but best thing about this, tickets are free. So jump onto the Melbourne Boat Show website, book your tickets now. Just get it done and out of the way. Doesn't cost you a cent. And bring your family, your wife and kids. We're going to tone it down a little bit. We're not going to be fully 
carrying on with the language that we do in our regular <laughs> format show. Yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to drop that in because, you know, there might be someone listening and goes, oh, I wouldn't mind coming, but I don't want my kids hearing what you guys say. So. Yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be G-rated. Luke, we are going to the boat show with two main goals, is to deliver a live performance of the deep drop that gets the people directly involved. Yes. That's priority number one. Absolutely. Priority number two, we're going to heckle the crap out of the Wind Against Tide boys while they attempt to do a podcast from the boat show. Yeah. you. I can guarantee you you will hear, hear us on that because we'll be heckling the crap out of them. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll might try and get us on the show at some point, but we'll be on every episode that they record at that thing just in the background. Yeah. You guys are shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wind against what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, every, I hope there's no one listening thinking, fucking hell, there's a real feud here between these two podcasts. <laughs> there's not. We love those guys. We've done live shows with them or live show with them. Um, can't wait to hang out with them as well. I'm going to steal some merch yeah, of theirs. I'll, I'll distract them. And then I'll give it away. Them. I'll steal it. Then give it away on stage. I'll distract them. Yeah, sweet. Um, hoodies. Yeah. They do some good hoodies. Yeah. They've actually got a really cool new hoodie coming out that I saw the other day. It's Anyway, I don't want to be selling their stuff. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So, Bocho, come see us. Uh, 28th, Saturday the 28th, about 4.30, we'll be on stage um, just after Merv Hughes. God knows what he's going to talk about, but he's on stage at some point around then as well, apparently. So, I'm looking forward to catching up with Merv. I might try and find the nearest bar and just like sing some frothies with him. I feel like oh, that's... Oh, it's going to be an interesting show. That's his brand, isn't yeah, it? Just, yeah, <laughs> Um All right, well, I mean, we've got a show to do here. That is exciting and we're very much looking forward to getting to the boat show and uh, hanging out with everyone. I've got a question for you straight off the top, Ads. All right, I'm ready. And, it, it, you know, it, it, it is a pretty important question um, and it can make or break a day on the water, I'm going to say it. If you're in a boat, what is the best boat food snack? Oh. And and not only what is the best boat food snack, I think I've got the best boat food snack, which I'll drop in in a minute, but I just wanted to put it out there. Like, you can't go empty-handed. No. You have to have some sort of snack. But what do you do? What really makes you think, yep, we're ready to go? There's two things that come to my mind immediately. Immediately. Mm. And it's 4X cans and barbecue shapes. Beer is not included. <laughs> oh, okay. But adds, I think you've nailed it. Mm. Barbecue shapes for me is the ultimate boat snack. Yeah. Now, do you know? Do you, do you know what's really? This is actually a little bit creepy. I had no <laughs> idea that you were going to ask this. No. And and just listen. Okay, we'll peel back the curtain a little bit. We do talk most days outside of this podcast, mm. but we try and stay clear of what we want to bring up or talk about on the podcast so that you get our most honest reaction. Did we yep. both just say barbecue shapes? Yeah. Yeah. And that's 100%. Like we, that's not, yeah, that's not pre-organized. It's not I, scripted. But I genuinely, I, I tell me another snack that's going to surpass barbecue shapes. There isn't There's one. There's not. Come at me, Instagram. And I don't want to hear chicken crimpies or <laughs> no. nacho cheese or, no, no, it's barbecue. Yeah, and also it's Shapes, the brand. Shapes. Like, yeah, it's yeah. got to be Arnott Shapes. Like, don't yes, come at me not, with yeah, a not, not home the brand. No, no, no. But I'll, challenge me on it. I want to hear hear from you. Get on Instagram. There will be a tile that gets posted that says, what is the best boat snack? 
Now, there's some extravagant snacks. I'd almost say there's some extravagant meals getting around on boats these days. With, yeah. With little, like, ovens and things. Pie warmers and stuff. Pie warmers. Yep. There's That's actually not a bad Air fryers. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. There's some legit stuff going on. And, hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, Don't yeah. get me wrong. A, a, an, a really average fishing session... Especially if you've got to put in a few hours bait fishing. If you're putting in some hours hitting a couple of tides for snapper or gummies or whatever, I tell you what, some hot food, whether it be yeah. just a sausage roll or yeah. a meat pie. Or, a sausage, yeah. It just you, you know the other one, speaking of hot food, and, and just this is kind of visceral for me and just thinking about it, it's just I can put myself in that place. We used to do regular trips um, you know, on that far south coast, Eden, uh, Wanboyne, Malakuta. And the thing I loved to do, uh, especially up in Estuary, was to pull up on a bank on a nice day, whip out the stove, you know, the little gas burner, chuck a pan on and just cook up some snags, you know? Oh, yeah, snags in, snags in bread with a bit of tomato sauce. So that's all you need. That's, just, a, that's a solid snack. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's, that's up there. That well, that extends the session by a good few hours. Hundred percent, yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's that's like oh, we're having a tough day. It's getting a bit cold. Do we go in? Someone no. gets that burner going. You're like, I'm good for another four to five hours. But you know, just going back to the shapes thing, and I want to take you to a place where I was earlier in the year because I've heard this now several times that shapes can often be a bit of a remedy for feeling a bit average on a boat, particularly when you're offshore. I was in Cairns in May. I think it was the start of May. Um, and just a little side story. One of the things I do is film a, and, and produce a series for that's on YouTube. It's called Fish of Origin. It's, a, it's for Anaconda and it's aligned with the NRL state of origin. It's a bit of a play on words, but what we do is we take two or four origin legends, so retired origin superstars, that two from each, New South Wales and Queensland, and we do a fishing trip and they have a competition basically we were offshore and it was a pretty average i feel like it's a typical far north queensland day where it's just blowing 15 20 knots <laughs> just or, anyway but it was it there was a bit on it and it wasn't great and a few of the boys were feeling average one was over the side fairly early throwing up and a couple of the other boys pulled out the shapes said come on we're all feeling a bit shitty. Let's crack a box of, of shapes. And everyone, it just picked everyone up. It, like the one bloke who was sick, he was gone for the day. <laughs> he got to the shapes too late. Oh, yeah. No, way too late. And it just, and I've heard it since when, we've, when I've spoken about that with friends since that some people say, get some shapes. Get some there shapes on board. Mm. And, now, and, it's, and for them, because I, I, I don't know anything about this, but barbecue shapes for the feeling a bit crook. They, or, just, or just shapes? It's a good question. The shapes on board were barbecue shapes, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the only now, one, really. Talking about four big, early NRL guys that are big, big units. And, you know, it doesn't... Like, seasickness gets anyone. Like, whether you're yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little right. kid or a big, massive unit. But to see him <laughs> pull out a box of shapes as a remedy for feeling average... So good. So, there's that element too. But we're talking about it as a snack. So, But yeah. I, I just think... It ticks all the boxes for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm all in. The only one, I suppose the only, and it's not a negative towards the shapes, it's a negative about the situation. If you're bait fishing, because when you eat shapes, I mean, licking your fingers is one of the great 
you know, the it's, great moments of yeah. eating shapes. But when, you, when you've had a few pilchards in your That's hand true. prior, yeah. Uh, I mean, ideally, you wash your you hands before you, you dive into the shape. But you still try it. Oh, you still have a go, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let's hear it. I mean, I think you're spot on it and I probably didn't, yeah, I probably didn't give enough credit to the pie warmers and the and that sort of thing. But I, oh, no, and no, one hundred percent all credit to them because I and I think because that's taken it to another level. I yeah, think yeah. if you're if you're out there for a lengthy session, I think a couple of boxes of barbecue shapes can only get you so far. And I am the biggest advocate of barbecue <laughs> shapes. Yeah, but I think yeah and I, but all right so what about this let's take it a step further the, for the pie warmer crew all four of them love it they're getting hardwired into boats now they're permanent yeah, fixture yeah. i dare say you can't get a boat made these days without a pie warmer in <laughs> probably not what what's your take on what actually goes in it are we just talking pies and sausage rolls i've seen everything from american barbecue cooked the night before reheated in these pie warmers for some solid barbecue rolls I've seen pastas from the night before reheated in them. Uh, I've seen anything like. Oh, look, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, all, I'm, I'm not against any of that. I, I think get as creative as you want. I, I, I still think there's something nice about just smashing a pie. Yeah. You know, pie and uh, sauce. Yeah, just get the just drown it in sauce and sauce, just really yeah. smash your face into that and enjoy yeah. it. I think I've been on, um, and I think I've said this on this podcast before, but one thing Lee Rayner does really well on his boat, aside from catching fish, is puts on a good spread. Yeah. And 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 I appreciate that. But I don't think it's always, like it's not a, like you don't have to do that to, to, to scratch the itch, so to speak. You know, a box of shapes will do that for you. Well, also huge shout out to Michael Moore in this situation. Now I follow him yes. on social media and he takes this thing to a classy level. I don't see him these days fish much without a charcuterie board. Yeah, I know. Well, for, can I just jump in and because I, I think we've done something that's never been done before, and that's mentioned classy and Mick Moore in the same same <laughs> conversation. Now I say that because I'm hoping that he's listening. It's a bit of a piss take, but you're right. He's got the cheese platter going. Oh, cheese platter. There's salamis. There's cheese. There's a little bit of sun dried tomatoes, olives. Yeah, solid board. Like he's not fucking around. No, that's that's a good setup. What's your take on fruit? Like, for me, and I, I love fruit. I'm a, mm. oh, ooh, I love fruit. Yum. Fresh fruit. I mean, you can't beat it. But when you're talking about on a boat, fishing for the day, for me, it's not even in the conversation. Don't bring that out. Really? No, nah, I'm not interested. As in because you think it's bad luck or you just don't oh, no, eat just, fruit just, on a boat? I'm, I'm not feeling it. It's not yeah. what I'm... You know what I mean? Okay, I, I, then I take back my reaction. <laughs> what was your reaction going to be? I, I thought you were going to go down the path of like, oh, you know, there's always that one that brings a fucking banana. Wham, oh, well, like, that's a different know. conversation. Yeah. But I'm so just that's thinking, where I thought you were going. No, no, no. Yeah. You're right, though. Fruit's not a, it's not a boat snack. <sighs> I, don't I wouldn't so. be offended if someone bought a couple apples and yeah. whatnot, but it's like, yeah, you can have them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just thought I'd raise it, and I and I want to hear more from from people out there listening. And obviously, jump on Instagram or, or Spotify. You can answer that. Uh, ads. You can tell us more about how it works on Spotify a bit later. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> rewind and have a listen to Luke sort it but out. Tell happening. us what you think, and where do you rank? I mean, give us your top three. Yeah, well, see, uh, well, hey, Pete Ferguson, I'm calling you here too because I know that you put on some fairly epic spreads okay. on your boat too. So 
Um, what are we talking? Fergo, I want I want your top three that that happens on your boat because I know you take that stuff pretty seriously. Is it just platters of red rooster? Oh, he's not in red no, rooster no, anymore. No, no, fuck that shit. Um, so there's so Fergo. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from Michael Moore because yep. How the hell did you come up with a charcuterie board on a boat? Because I really rate it. Mm. I think that's. I think that's pretty awesome. It had set you, yeah, it set you off in a pretty good mood. Oh, I don't know. And when are you having that cheese platter? Yeah, yeah. When do you bust that out? Yeah. That's not a. We've just. Do you celebrate that? Is that a? Is that like a four oh. X on the snapper ground? Right. Is that catch a, a couple of EPs in a brim and bust out the charcuterie and smash board? out the board potentially? I'd love to know when your snacks come out. So that that's mm. part of the question. What's your top three, and when do you hit the first snack? Because yeah. you don't want to go too early. No. And no. fight us on barbecue shapes. I won't listen because you're wrong. No. <laughs> but if there's any other, if there's any other, you know, can we get Arnott's flavor? Can we get Arnott's involved in this? Can we get him? Can we? Can we get him? Sponsor. Wouldn't that be the greatest sponsor for the deep drop? Yeah, just barbecue, barbecue shapes. shapes. Fuck. Does anyone out there know anyone? Yeah. I'll, I'll put together a one pager tonight. Send some deets. Like, yeah. Just hit us up. Yeah. We've got some. We can. Oh, mate. We could do giveaways. Everyone's going to love a giveaway. Yeah, you get a box of shapes. shapes. Oh, could we do a deep drop themed shapes arrangement? Custom shapes. Oh shit! I like that. So what are you? What are you talking? I mean, I'm just. I'm going. Well, I think we stick with barbecue. That's the basis. Yeah, righto. I mean, black and black and green box. That's yeah. I'm thinking visually the bright green box. Do you think we could? Do you reckon the shapes could be a D? Hang on, <laughs> do you want to rephrase that? <laughs> the shapes, um, the actual biscuit is a D. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm not opposed to just because you don't want to fuck with the barbecue shape itself. As oh, in, no, 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 the flavor the, the stays flavor. the same. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, we're not messing with that. Because I'd be, I wouldn't be opposed if it's to not just broke, don't fix it. No, and I wouldn't be opposed to just a bit of slapping our brand across barbecue shapes. But if we do a custom one, yeah, I mean, or is there a... Sh- yeah, I, look, I, let's, not, mm. let's not drift away too much from barbecue <laughs> because we love it. Is there a flavour that we could introduce that is very much targeted to the fishing market? Ooh. S-factor. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's Just, a grim shape. Oh, that's a, that's a tough one to swallow. <laughs> Gulp juice. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, is there? A, I mean, maybe, I wonder, I wonder, maybe it's we, the maybe it's the cheese platter <laughs> flavour. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, but yeah, nah. Because but then now we're moving away from barbecue. But yeah, we, no, we can have those conversations. We can have those <laughs> yeah, conversations with Arnott's. They're, they're minor details. We'll, Hit us we'll up. Sort, yeah, we'll sort. That. Talk about it. I think yeah. it'd be great. We could. Can we? Can we see if we can organise this prior to the boat show so we can take a heap of boxes just to throw out to the crowd? That'd be they sweet. wouldn't be custom boxes. I'm just talking the That's standard okay. regular barbecue yeah. shapes. All right. Okay. Well, I, I, we need to wrap this up because I need to go and put together a one-pager. Yeah. No, no. Right. So, shapes. Yeah, shapes. Uh, okay. Put that, put that on the list. That's hey, a good one. I've got another question for you, Ads, and this is completely off topic from shapes, although I'm very hungry as we <laughs> sit here now. Um, now, look, I had, a, I, had an, I, had a, I caught up with some friends but also um very much you know colleagues in the industry so to speak recently we we're just chatting and they're from new south wales um and we we're talking about obviously what's happening here at the moment there's a good obviously it's snapper season you know to call it that loosely but it's 
everyone's getting pumped for snapper. Snapper is starting to get caught. There's also some really good whiting fishing happening and, and obviously calamari and, and then tuna offshore. And the guy, what I found interesting during this conversation is just randomly throughout, one of the boys from, again, they're from northern New South Wales, said, geez, you Victorians love a kill shot. And I went, oh, what do you mean? He said, the fish stacked up on the bait board, the fish with, you know, the, the tuna with blood flowing out of it, the, the snapper on the deck of a boat. And I went, yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there are. And we've spoken early on in the deep drop about, well, I'm not a fan of any of those photos. But I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. And I'm like, well, but what, like, is it not something that you see much of in other states? And they're like, no, no, it's a Victorian thing. And it just got me thinking. Wow. Is Victoria the kill shot capital? Like, we I'm disturbed by this. We do love a kill shot. But yeah. I wouldn't have thought it would be any more passionate a kill shot than anywhere, anywhere else in the country. Well, this is why I wanted to get your thoughts on it. And, I'm and, not and sure because if I'm disgusted or proud. I was shook. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was I, I'm, not, I'm not proud. I mean, it, it, look, it, it, we, we broadened out that conversation a bit and I want to bring it to you as well. Because in my eyes, when I started thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? There is an element of the people that, that I see with the whiting stacked on the bait board and the snapper piled up and whatever, and it, I still don't like it. But quite a few of those people um, are probably charter operators and I'm not knocking it, by the way. I'm just, just suggesting my, you know, my observation and it's probably a marketing tool because I'll, at the end of the day, if you're a guide or a charter, you need people to know that you catch fish, plenty of fish, because if you're someone looking for a charter, you don't want to – and you see someone piled up heaps of fish, you're like, oh, they must catch fish, so they're good. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and I don't know if I'm excusing it saying that, but I'm certainly thinking that's probably one element of it. But then I think, no, nah, there, there are a lot of wreck fish shows that – Love a kill shot. Mm, I've got a couple of thoughts on this. I'd love to hear it, mate, because it's been on my mind since that conversation. A couple of thoughts on it. I think... Do you think maybe our key species... Let's use calamari, King George Whiting, snapper. Yep. Snapper, not so much. But the other two, they're typically not a big species. So in order to in order to make it worth even taking them, you've got to take a few. Like as in yeah. you don't you don't go you don't go out on a whiting trip and go, Oh fuck, I'd love to get two. No, exactly. And we, we actually this was on the show a few weeks a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about when you do catch if you just only catch one or two whiting, you're you're almost like I don't want them. Yeah, and it's the same with calamari. But sna- <laughs> yeah. I mean, snapper's a little bit different. But let's just use a snapper for example. The bigger ones, if you've eaten a snapper, you know the bigger ones, mm, a little bit mushy. Like the, you, we prefer to keep the you know plate sized ones for a feed. But again, you want to take more than one. Head head north into New South Wales. And Queensland, especially, oh, their fish are fucking big. Yeah, that's fair. And that's even if they and even when they're big, they they still taste good. Yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's an interesting. It, I, I I thought that okay may, Actually, maybe that's not maybe bad. it's a species thing. 
That's not a bad thought though because you're right. To showcase, you know, because if we're talking about getting a photo, to show a photo of a Spanish mackerel or even some of their reef species up further it's into awesome. Queensland, they're all bit, it's, you only need one to hold up. Yeah. And if you want to feed, you can get away with just catching one or two. Yeah. Take one 40 centimetre from George Whiting. And 40 is... Hey, 40 is... That's a, good fish. It's a cracking whiting. Yeah. Now hold it up for a photo. I bet you it looks like a fucking pencil. Yeah. yeah. So there's the... What do you think about the, the whiting on the fingers photos? You know, the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. It, <laughs> listen... It's probably the the best way to get a good photo of lots of whiting, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're right. Because try it and hold hard. six of them, not like that. No, I know. But Actually, I, I want to I see that photo. <laughs> and I'm also I'm also not saying there is an answer. I, I, they are a tricky one to take photos of. And you're right. If you took a photo of you holding one, it looks weird. Yeah. Um, if you can, do, so I have seen a couple of bait board sort of photos with. Six, seven, eight fish that don't look too bad. Yeah, and at least those photos of the whiting stacked on a bait board, at least it's kind of tasteful. Yeah. The fish don't <laughs> like... I mean, I know plenty of whiting fishermen that just swing the whiting in over and before they hit the deck of the boat, they've already, the, the deck of the boat, they've already snapped their heads back, <laughs> just opened them like a can. It's such a they're old probably, school thing. They're probably not going to photograph well, just saying. No, well, and they're also probably not the sort of people who photograph them a lot of the time. That's They're true. just the ones that just want to fill the bin. But, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a funny one. It, it, I mean, it's almost its own question. How do you photograph King George Whiting? You know, because yeah. <laughs> do you stick your hands in the air and get your mate to stick 10 yeah. of them on your fingers or do you... There's a lot, yeah, that's right. There's a lot of effort. But, but I guess going back to the original, yeah, it was just a bit of a thinker. Like thinking, oh, is Victoria but if a bit you of think a kill shot it, capital? I think more to the point... The underlying question of all that is, again, we have spoken about it before, but think of these 100 kilo bluefin. We still prefer to see them hanging from the gantry than we do released. Yeah. It's almost like we, we get stuck into these patterns of Victorians when there is good fish about. It's almost like we're so worried that no one's going to believe that we actually caught them, <laughs> that we can't yeah. just go, oh, yeah, got a few kings today. They're awesome. Like we got some... You know, we got one that was, you know, 95 and then a couple at 75. Yeah. Having said that, and in fairness to Victoria and in, I suppose, throwing it back at New South Wales, it was probably only, I don't know, I'm not going to give it a time frame, but they were the marlin hanging from a gantry specialist. So how did they turn that around? That was going to be my my next question because it's actually a brilliant example. If you were to compare what we're doing with big bluefin compared to what the fishery they have, and let's just use marlin for an example because it's relevant and it's current. Mm. You almost get driven out of the town if you bring a marlin in to keep yeah. it these days. I reckon, how, how did that turn around? I reckon there's a if you're comparing it to tuna, it's probably a tough one because I think as far as eating-wise, it's fairly tuna sits fairly um, head above shoulders against marlin, I think, when it comes to table fish. But I think if we throw another species into the mix, swordfish, mm. they're not often... And I know there are some people that catch plenty of them and, and release them, but they're not a fish that gets released very often and gets brought in and, and strung up and weighed and whatever. And it's set, we're probably painting a bad picture of it. I mean, 
Yeah. It's kind of cool. like every as much as you sort of go, oh, they got a marlin hanging up. Part of me goes, what does it weigh? Like, what, you know, tell us yeah. about the. But I don't reckon. Yeah, I mean, Mar, I, I would, I would wager guess that there's a very small percentage of people bringing in marlin these days. Or is the photo thing a classic? So what what are we risking by these photos? Are we are we unintentionally pushing this narrative that we're killing everything and that we're overfishing our area? Uh, I, is that, is that that's the, not my issue. My issue with it is just it doesn't look. It's not a great look seeing a boat deck spread with fish snapper, and, which or, I which I one hundred percent agree with. Yeah, um, I, I don't. But I mean. There's certainly the ones, and again, we early on in the deep drop, we we spoke about some of the photos that get around, and there's the there's the ciggy hanging out of the mouth with the, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to pick a fish mulloway covered yeah. in blood, and it's just a yeah. shit look. And part of me is like, you know, every time, and this might be nitpicking and getting a bit micro, but I've always had that, you know, every time we post a photo like that or send it and put it out into public, it's representing wreck anglers. Yeah, do you know true. what? I, and I know, yeah, like a, a lot of them, don't get. They're not reaching people that really. But I don't know. I, I just get a bit funny with that, and I'm like, you know, if we we're tr- we're trying to become this, um, legitimate hobby pastime that doesn't get frowned upon by certain groups, but we always will. I mean, it's not going to ever go away, which is fine. Um, but then you you sort of see some videos or photos, and it's just not a good look. Well, then- but it's also the, the, we've also got to remember that they, a lot of these situations are they're, they're well within their right to keep the fish, but it's oh, more sure. about I don't, the like and, and listen, I'm not accusing anybody of doing the wrong thing. I, this no, no, it's not the, what the conversation is based around. But I want to throw this question out there to everyone listening, and please write in: if you're a recreational angler and you're doing some research, you want to get a charter, you want to go on charter and catch snapper or whiting or whatever. Mm. <clears throat> when you're doing your research on trying to find that charter boat, what are you looking for? As in, do you want to see the photos of fish everywhere just to prove to you that this boat's legit? Or would you have the same thought if that said charter was just showing a series of photos with a punter holding one fish? As in, rather than seeing, you know... 25 snapper just littered over the deck of a boat mm. going, oh, that that charter boat can clearly dominate fish. If it's, And, it's and a, plenty of charters do this. They just have their punter holding one nice, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to even have to be huge, like a three and a half kilo snapper. Good quality photo. Everything's in tight. There's not too much background. So you're just getting the fish and the person and going, mm. that, that's a good fish. I want to I do that. Because you could be creative with it and get a really nice looking shot, and it doesn't have to be murdery or bloody. Um, mm. But that's a good one. It's probably a question, even that it would be interesting to ask, even probably non fish shows or you know not the people listening to this. Probably, um, actually, I mean, we certainly want to hear from you guys that are, that are tuning in what your thoughts are. But I'd be curious to ask a bunch of people that aren't have no fishing. Um, yeah knowledge or understanding or anything just optically you you're big on optics you've always yeah, said it what what impact it has if you saw 
a really nice aspirational shot or just a massive fish on the deck. Yeah. Like which... and, and by no means am I shitting on a charter boat operator. If I, no, ran, no, no. if I ran a chartering business, I would want to show photos of a massive haul or a really good day yeah. on the water because you're marketing your business. Now, your, yeah, business, is is. Catching, yeah. your business is catching fish. So I, yeah. I do agree with, with what they're doing. Mm. Oh, I guess what I'm saying is, is there a better way? Or, or what do you as the punter, what do you value seeing yep. a photo of heaps of fish or seeing a series of really nice photos, well-taken photos of someone with their personal catch? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that would be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing some answers about that. Um, so get involved. Instagram is a great place to do it. Um, or Spotify if you're on there and... Um, but I, I, the original question is Victoria the kill shot capital. <laughs> Apparently, I we, we are. I think we've been told we are. <laughs> but I, I love where we went with that because I, I think it's. I'm really interested to hear other people's thoughts on it. And look, there's no like I said, if people aren't legally doing the wrong thing, then whatever. Like yeah, people whatever. can do what they want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just you're going back to the optics of. It's pretty big these days, so just curious as to what people's thoughts are there. I, so. I, I genuinely think we've got that reputation because the majority of the species that we like to catch regularly, our bigger species, are all species that traditionally we fish for numbers. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's that's the way it is. We're not trying to put kill shots up everywhere. It's just when we fish for whiting, we're trying to get a bag mm. of 10 to 20, not three. Or if we... Yeah, you know what I mean? If we're fishing call. for calamari, we're not leaving until we've got 10. They're another one that are a pain in the ass to take a photo of. Now, I know you can get good shots of them and you can get creative with different angles and stuff, but ultimately, and I did this recently on my own in a kayak. <laughs> now, that, that, so you've got everything working con- against you. <laughs> it's not conducive to taking a good photo, but I wanted to get a snap because I actually, I think I sent it straight to you. I wanted yep. to show you because we're talking about whether some of these big squid have shown up in the bay and, uh, just happened to duck out for a couple of hours and got a couple of those bigger models. But they're a pain in the ass to get a photo of. And you need to do it fairly quickly because, you know, you want to knock them you on the, the head quickly on too. Yeah. And if you if you take a photo once they're dead, don't even send that to me. They look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I got off topic there. But anyway, so yes, good one. I think it's a uh, it's a good good conversation. Yeah. Lots of lots of different avenues there, but but again, as always, and with all of our topics, the most important thing for me on the Deep Drop ads, and I know you feel the same, is the uh, the feedback and interaction we get from the listeners. It is what it is all about, and it's what we love. It's why we love fishing, because there's so many different ideas and thoughts and opinions on fishing, and it's what makes it great, I reckon. It's why it's the best thing ever. There's no... There- it's actually why this podcast exists because there isn't one answer for right. any of these questions. Well, unless you're talking about the best boat snack, and that's there's only one answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll admit it when I'm wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. If I hear one that's better, I'll. Yeah, I, I, but hit me with them. There's not like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still want to well, hear what you think they would be, so I can tell you you're wrong. Yeah. So let I love me know. It. Let us know and and let it, and bring some to the boat show. Bring yes. us these snacks that you think are better than shapes, and we will be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sit I at a table. <laughs> we'll sit at a table and eat said snacks, and then give you the verdict. Yeah, 
just remember you're up against barbecue shapes and it's not going to be easy. But, 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 but we're open to it. You yeah. know, we don't want to tell you you can't. And look, we're not telling people what to eat either. We're just like, at least have a box no, of shapes are. with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put barbecue shapes in a pie in the pie warmer? Ooh. Now we're hitting a level. <laughs> it's a different level. We're going to need a, another. A level, that, a level that I want to explore. <laughs> there's uh, there's going to be another episode just on re- <laughs> what, recipes. What, what we can do with barbecue shapes. What we can do with barbecue shapes. Blend them and make a smoothie. No, we're going into different territory oh, now. Yeah, that's wrong. No, it's wrong. Um, okay, that's us. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to follow along, subscribe, do what you have to do to make sure you get the podcast as they drop. There's, we're dropping a, a few new ones here and there as well. That are, um, we, We've had some fun with some guests recently, Ads. So if you haven't had a listen to the, uh, those ones, go back and do so because, geez, it's good to hear from Ooh, some real legit anglers, isn't it? Oh, yeah, there's some good people in this industry and we plan oh. on talking to all of them. Uh, we've got some great ones lined up, actually, so looking forward to getting those ones done. But stay in touch. Let us know your thoughts on all of what we've spoken about. And as always, just don't hold back. There's no dumb question or wrong answer or dumb opinion. Uh, so let us hear it. And, yeah, we will speak to you again real soon. Thank you. See you all at the boat show. Yeah, the boat show. Woo! Let's do it. See you there. Bye.